0: Seven out of eleven ain't too bad, as one movie dominated at the Oscars last night, winning almost everything in Hollywood all night long.
1: Love ya. Hey, hey, hey.
0: Get home safe, guys. My name is Kev, and welcome to our annual Oscar review show. If you're joining us for the first time, well, we are Geekcentric, a podcast celebrating the world of movies, television, gaming, toys and collectibles, and all things Geekcentric. The envelopes have been opened, the statues have been claimed. Today, we're focusing on that world of movies as we discuss all the winners and losers and the biggest news emanating from the 95th annual Academy Awards show. But first, I clearly can't do this on my own. Joining me today are a couple of award-worthy podcasters that don't need tuxedos to look good. Justin, Nate, how are we this evening? And the Oscar for best ass goes to Jenny. (laughs) Justin called it. He called it. He (laughs) said Jenny was going to be there. Jenny was going to show up on stage. While it wasn't actually jenny uh no i gotta give uh yeah i mean i think flying a donkey over from ireland is a is a big (laughs) ass it's
1: a bit much and even to 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 say that you're gonna do it i don't know people outright on twitter were just like that is not the real jenny
2: ruining the magic what does she have like a, a beauty mark somewhere that somebody on the internet some nerd was able to look up
0: I could oh, see it. Gosh. I could see it in Colin Farrell's eyes that that was he, he wasn't quite as connected to that. <laughs> That's donkey. not the Jenny I know. <laughs> That's not Jenny. my donkey. Is that oh, Shrek? <laughs> donkey. I, it's hard not to, I guess, when you're talking about donkeys. Uh, now, if that intro seemed a little shorter than usual, I'm just keeping with the theme of last night's Oscar telecast. Uh, though the show ran 30 minutes over its projected runtime, uh, three hours was never a realistic goal. I did find that. The show was shorter than in years past, and uh, you mm-hmm. know, actually had a really really nice flow to it. They, uh, you know, it's amazing that it was shorter, even though they went back to the traditional formula of presenting all twenty four awards. So I think kudos to the whole production team there for keeping the show moving. Uh, speeches were were kept, I think, by the the, the winners to to reasonable lengths, but also uh, they were given time to to celebrate their moment. Oh. So it was really well done.
2: I think they they were given time for some of the awards i do think that because i think it's supposed to be 45 seconds but that was not consistent uh and there were some moments where even we got audience reactions of just different people reacting to the fact that someone would get cut off and they they kind of got upset or you know i it it was i don't know for me i was just like let the people talk like just let them talk
1: I, i i think for some of the technical awards when you have six or seven people that are going up on stage To be frank you need to have someone that is going to be the voice that is going to give the speech and thank everyone on behalf of the of the collective group Uh, i i agree everyone deserves their time to to kind of shine on this stage uh but i think the time that was given to uh the winners that i think people are watching to see like the winner of best actress and best actor best supporting actor and actress like they they want to see those speeches um and and rightfully so, they, they they did not disappoint.
0: No, absolutely. I think the the one interesting moment or p- part was that they seemed to give uh, the winners for best uh, animated short an abundance of time, and then when it was time to present the live action short, it was just like, okay, you got about two seconds now, get the hell off the stage. Um, but no, otherwise, yeah, the, the the lovely ladies for the the Elephant Whispers
2: uh, as an example, right? We got only only one of them was able to actually. You know, talked and 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 celebrate that moment, uh, and so yeah, j- I just I found it inconsistent. Inconsistent, um, and that was the biggest problem. Listen, if they had said if if it was straight up like yeah, forty five seconds is the time, and they used up the forty five seconds, then sure, but yeah, it, dance it, them it, off. Nobody it got danced yeah, off. Damn it. Nobody got.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, no, I, I was wanted so disappointed.
2: to get, <laughs> to get danced <laughs> off so bad, but can we talk about that intro? Is I want to get into that. That was awesome the way that they introduced uh, this year's Oscars. I thought. The, the the focus on how movies are made was beautiful. I thought it was such a wonderful tribute to pay homage to the people and talent behind the movies. I was getting a bit emotional they start blending in the Wakanda forever music and I was like oh my gosh like (laughs) this is a really cool way uh to introduce and then you know Tom was was still there technically you know Tom uh Tom Cruise made an appearance not in (laughs) reality but uh with Jimmy flying in I thought that was a great way to do it
1: yeah I I'm always a sucker for the montages um that that the Academy puts together I will say that while the intro montage was really great uh, I was hoping that we would see a little bit more of that throughout the rest of the show. Uh, but I think for, for time purposes, that's probably why we didn't see like, you know, super cuts of, of things. But that said, I agree with you, Nate. I think the super cut at the top of the show was such a great sentiment of, of what a great year of movies we've had. Celebrating all movies, even these movies that we, we didn't necessarily see get nominated, they at least showed up in this uh, super cut because, you know, they, they did the thing. They made the movie theater experience a thing again in 2022.
0: Absolutely. And then, you know, the great moment with uh, Jimmy Kimmel sort of inserting Mm -hmm. himself into the Top Gun movie. It was we were saying last night it was very reminiscent of the uh, the old days when Billy Crystal would host and he'd put himself in all the best picture Mm -hmm. nominations and stuff like that. It was it was an awesome way to do that and an awesome way to uh, to start the show, uh, I thought, you know, like, honestly, in my opinion, the biggest surprise of the night was that there weren't really any. Big surprises, unless, of course, you were as surprised as I was that John Travolta didn't accidentally introduce Lumi Kruvik instead of Lenny Kravitz <laughs> before the in memoriam segment.
2: Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I, uh, I, I think um, I, I loved getting to see. Now that you've ruined the magic for me, not as much. Jenny on stage, uh, I thought was great, but, <laughs> um, but like, I will say, I was a little. <sighs> I kept going back and forth with Kimmel's performance in this one. I I kept going sort of like, I think the, the, when he was inter entered, um, interviewing the, the, the crowd and he goes up there with Malal like Malali. And, and he's, he's asking her about, you know, what's his name? Spitting on Chris, Chris Pine, Pine or, on, or
1: uh, 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 Harry Styles spitting on Chris like, Pine. Dude,
2: yeah. Like, come on. Like, no, like I uh, was, she, she fought through it as hard as she could. Her response was great, great. If that was, her the time, was perfect. Was, she absolutely. gave a perfect yeah. response.
1: And he didn't, he didn't, he didn't, keep going at it with her. Yeah. Like, guess. Trying but to then find Cocaine Bear
2: like comes it. in and starts attacking her and I was just like, come on. Yeah, no, it,
1: it did feel a little, a little low sticky. Yeah, yeah, a little lowbrow slapsticky uh, at that point. I, I think Kimmel was great. I think right yeah. off the top, he kind of matched the the tone of the rest of the show. He set the, he set the bar. He addressed... The obvious uh, of 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 a crisis team that's in place. He 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 talked. He made they had some fun uh, analogies for you know if you go too long, we'll dance you off stage. I really wish we saw someone get danced off stage. That would have been great. Um, but you know, I think the comedy that he that he used throughout the show, like it poked fun at the crowd, but it didn't go too far. I think there was one joke that 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 did kind of land like a ooh, ooh which was yeah.
2: do do
0: what you did last year. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Unreal. I mean, to be fair, yeah. that, that, that followed what was probably one of the best jokes of his uh, opening monologue. You know, if anybody in this theater commits an act of violence at any point during the show, he will be awarded an Oscar for Best Actor and permitted to give a 19-minute-long <laughs> speech.
2: But I did like how he... Was able to cut that tension, cut that awkwardness, uh, by getting back around to the joke of like, well, if you want to get to me, you know, you've got to go through uh, Michelle Yeoh, you got to go through The Mandalorian, you got to like, I really enjoy, you know, Spider Man. We got that, we got oh, the Fablemans, but I love, I (laughs) love, I love that we got that uh, that meme now that's going around with. uh, with uh, Andrew, uh, Andrew Garfield, Garfield right, with the just smirk, the, the face. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, it's everywhere <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah. Um, and then, then the it's terrific like, it, Guillermo joke. Oh, so good, right? Not that Guillermo. Like Again, <laughs> I, I go back and forth with how I feel overall about his performance. I think I was really enjoying him probably for the first half, and then I think the the slap joke started to get stale near the end of the uh, the night, but for yeah, he the most kind of, part he I, went I back he to good.
1: it a little bit. I think it. I think at a certain point, even people on Twitter were sort of reacting, just like just leave it. You know, you did it at the top. You don't need to come back to it. Um, I think that you know it's kind of stale, right? Sort of stale to kind of go back to that bag of tricks. Um, but yeah, I, I think that he did. I think he did a great job. This this Oscars felt like a return to form. Mm-hmm. Like a return to the tradition, uh, which he, you know, very much openly said in the in the opening monologue. You know, we're we're putting in all the wards back in. We're doing all twenty three. Uh, you you know, your, your time is going to be very monitored, uh, if you will. And um, I appreciate that. It's funny, it, you know, the last few years have been the Oscars trying to switch things up to create more retention to get people to tune in more. You know, they had a twelve percent increase this year uh, on on the Oscars viewership, and you know. It, they they went back to the way they used to do things, so you know. Again, I think maybe it just goes to show there's there's nothing to really change about these awards. You know what I mean? Like just just do them as you would, um, and and you know, I guess properly adjust based on the timing. And everyone just needs to be in agreeance and, and an understanding that there's 23 awards. There's a limited amount of time. Get in, get out, say thank you, do your thing, and that's it.
2: I do think I would appreciate though uh, if I was to give a little bit of constructive uh, criticism uh, for, for maybe a little of, uh, again, we've talked about this before ways that they could uh, improve the, the overall audience, right? A 12% increase is because they want to see the jokes about Will Smith slap. Like that's what they, that's the 12 point percent increase. Um, I think, however, um Having, uh, you know, the premiere of the trailer, the first full trailer uh, for The Little Mermaid would have been great if they they played it in that moment instead of saying, go online, you know, leave what you're looking at right now to go onto the Internet uh, to view this trailer. I think, you know, I I love what uh, Jeff Keighley does with the Video Game Awards, where it really is. You're showing up at the video game awards. You're celebrating the people who make the games, and you're also there for those announcements. Like if we if we could get trailers that nobody have, has really heard of before uh, that are popping up at the Oscars, like how cool would that be to be able to? I, and again, that's I get just it. more time, it's going to be more time. I, I understand. Time. Yeah.
0: And I mean, that's that was probably the most controversial uh, outside of maybe um, the the reaction to Best Supporting Actress, uh, which yeah. maybe we'll talk about that, but. Uh, It was a little controversial that they played a teaser trailer in the middle of the Oscars, considering up until 2008, you couldn't even play trailers or uh, advertise movies during commercial breaks. You were just not Mm -hmm. allowed to do it at all during the Oscars. And then when they made the switch to allow it in 2008, it... The, the rule change that you couldn't do movies that had been nominated or were nominated that evening. But I mean, so it was it was a bit controversial to then have Disney be allowed to come out and promote their own movie in the middle of the uh, the show, with some people even suggesting that it was almost an agreement that the Academy let Disney do that if, you know, their their, you know, company ABC would allow them to present all of the awards on the show. And so that had some people mm. talking for sure.
1: Yeah, and that's I think that entirely makes sense. I think the other surprise, which I didn't even realize until after, was that uh, the lead actress in Triangle of Sadness, yeah, Charlbury Dean Creek wasn't was wasn't acknowledged in, in the memoriam portion yeah. of of the of the show, uh, which I thought was a bit of a shocker when I found out that after I was like, oh well, yeah. She wasn't in it.
0: Well, I mean, like, the, the In Memoriam was, was kind of an a, a interesting segment because, I mean, I made the joke earlier about Travolta, but he came out and gave a beautiful little tribute to uh, co-star Olivia Newton-John. Yeah. Uh, you know, we talked about those that we lost, saying they've touched our hearts, they've made us smile, and became dear friends who we always remain hopelessly devoted to. I thought that was really nice. But it was interesting who they did leave out. Uh, you know, we've got Paul Servino, wasn't there, mm-hmm. and so uh, uh, his daughter, you know, tweeted later, like, you know, the academy might have forgotten my father, but we never will. And Haiti yeah, H- was mentioned, yeah, Kevin. Sorry, yeah, there Kevin were Conroy. There was quite a few omissions this year because even I thought it was a really quick sort of zoom through.
1: You know, I, I can see why Kevin Conroy might have been left out only because he hasn't really been acknowledged by the academy, um, but I mm. get it, like, he's he's someone of. Of of Hollywood's talent, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? But you know that that to me is is okay because everyone in that category you see cinematographers, production designers, on set photographers you know they're all people that are take part in making the movies and I think that and have have been a part of the Academy in, in some vein. Maybe that's part of the reason why. Uh, she was left out uh, originally, but I, I don't know. It seemed it seemed a bit strange given the fact that the movie was nominated for Best Picture and was nominated for a variety of other awards. awards. But so I thought it was a bit odd to not include her in the in memoriam portion.
0: Bit odd, but again, you know, You know, it's it's always nice to. It's sad, obviously, but it's always nice to say Oh, right, we did lose them this year. We did lose them this year. You know, you know, names like James Caan, uh, Angela mm-hmm. Lansbury, yeah. amongst others. It's always mm-hmm. it's always one of the Kel the, the, Welsh. The, yeah, the, always one of the nicest, uh, most poignant moments of the evening. But uh, obviously, we're all here for the awards and uh, the winners and uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Absolutely cleaned up last night. Ooh. Justin was mm-hmm. fist pumping. There were tears <laughs> of joy before and during speeches. It was it was almost as fun to watch his reaction, being such a big fan of the movie, as it was to watch... Uh, the winners themselves.
1: Yeah, I, uh, you know, I, I don't think I won our pool, but uh, I do feel like I won uh, overall, just because this movie means a lot to me, and to see it recognized uh, across the board in the categories that matter, to see the cast be, you know, recognized, Michelle Yeoh, Kike Kwan, Jamie Lee Curtis, and then to see the Daniels both recognized as directors and writers. For, for telling this story and then the entire the entire movie being recognized for Best Picture. It just it floored me. I was so happy. Um I've been I've been on an emotional ride for the last 24 hours. It's <laughs> it's been it's been good. Literally I went to bed dreaming of googly eyes in the multiverse with <laughs> Evelyn Wang. So I don't know. This movie deserved all of the flowers and I'm so happy for all the awards it received uh you know even right down to editing it deserved every award it won. Um, yeah, it, it, it was emotional. I, I don't think I I was I was with company obviously, but if I'm pretty sure if I was alone, I probably would have bawled a lot harder <laughs> at uh, Kwan's uh, speech because uh, it really got me and I think again, as we were talking about it in the pre-show to see this comeback journey to see him take all of these awards and you know it's it's one of those things you can prepare yourself and you're like, yeah, he's gonna win this award, he's gonna win it. and as soon as they announced his name, the tears started and then as soon as he got up on stage it got heavier and heavier and yeah i i just think that to see that story unfold to see the journey of this entire movie it's bravo i'm just i'm so happy
2: well so, i mean it's it's the year of dreams right and i i think for a24 it's it's such an incredible um you know kind of they they won pretty much everything <laughs> which is nuts like not just uh, everything everywhere but with the whale um and yeah with 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 Key, I think I literally the moment I started completely bawling and tearing up is Ariana DeBose just saying his name as she's announcing it, and she was so happy, and I'm like, oh, let's go! And the fact that they had Troy up there with her, um, as you know, they were the last year's uh, supporting actors, was just oh, so good,
0: so good. Well, and and then getting to see your indie short round uh, reunion when uh, it won oh. Best Picture, which is really. His journey coming completely full circle. I think oh, yeah. that was yeah, yeah. awesome. Yeah,
1: for sure. Incredible.
0: Now, you know, uh, Everything Everywhere also won um, for Best Supporting Actress with Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm-hmm. Uh, her her reaction of, shut up. Uh, <laughs> as they said, her name was terrific. There's another tiny little bit of controversy there uh, surrounding mm-hmm. fellow nominee Angela Bassett. I think it's being blown way out of proportion. I think... You know, it was a real moment. She was disappointed, but I don't think it takes away anything from Jamie Lee Curtis's win. So yeah. I think people yeah. are unnecessarily making something oh, out yeah. of that.
1: Uh, yeah, I think I totally agree. I think that she's human. She's allowed to feel that defeat. Uh, you know, she didn't run up there and slap her. Um, you know what I mean? Like she she sat there. She, she obviously looked unhappy, but at the same time, it's like I'd get it. I If I was her, I'd, I'd feel the same way. It is hard To put on that face when you really are looking and hoping that that award goes to you and especially given what angela bassett's motivated by you know the idea of being a black female to win this award uh i think that that meant a lot to her and i think she maybe put that on her as as being a super super important but, again, I, I do think that, uh, you know, I'm not going to say that Jamie Lee didn't deserve it. You know, she definitely delivers in everything, everywhere, all at once. But that said, I do think Angela Bassett's performance in Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, stuck with me more than Jamie Lee Curtis. And Angela Bassett will have her time to shine. Uh, it just wasn't last night.
2: I just think, though, because, you know, and again, the Twitter is, is the worst. And you're going to get go down a rabbit hole of terrible, terrible opinions. Uh, and some of them are ours, uh, but um, <laughs> but I think I think, um, I think the, the big thing is, is she I, I really do think that she should have taken it. I think Angela Bassett should have taken mm-hmm. this award. It was over... more memorable
1: of a role. Absolutely. A and, and that's my b- that's
2: the biggest problem is like yeah people in uh, as, as I mentioned, like I'm going down the rabbit hole of tweets. I'm seeing a tweet come up that says something in line of like, well, it was like a legacy award. And first off, that's a little upsetting and insulting because it kind of does take away from the incredible performance Jamie Lee does give in Everything Everywhere all at once. However, if we were looking at like the right time to give an award to Angela Bassett, it was for this performance in Wakanda forever. Um, Listen, she'll do another movie. She'll be phenomenal. And maybe I'll be eating my words at that point and she'll get the Oscar. But I really think she deserved it for this this performance.
0: I just don't think Academy voters are ready to uh, a, a, a comic book movie. Right or wrong, snobbery. I just it's the worst. Yeah. It is. It's the I worst. mean, but there's there's progress being made there, right? You know, um, like the, the, the Globes finally did it. So,
1: yep. Deakins went on the record and said that the best cinematography was not nominated for an Oscar, and that was the Batman from Greg Frazier, mm-hmm. which I feel vindicated for. But at the same time, <laughs> to hear, uh, uh, you know, an Oscar winner of cinematography acknowledge that the Academy has a sense of snobbery to it, that it wouldn't consider the Batman. Because even he says the innovation that Greg Frazier pursued with that film embraces the idea of cinematography. And I think it's really great that someone like Deacons comes out openly and acknowledges the sense of snobbery that the Academy has by not giving the movie the uh,
2: recognition that it deserves because it's a comic book movie. But Top Gun! is is not as serious a movie avatar the way a, of water it, is a sci-fi movie and you're not gonna let star wars in this in this race like like just i don't know man it's just it again it's really frustrating it it mm-hmm. sucks it just sucks and i i, I well, really i really movies, hope they make they make if, if those
1: movies change. are in there strictly because they brought
2: back the theater going experience but, those, but for technical reasons not best picture reasons
0: in my opinion sure Sure. Anyway, yeah, sure, I, sure, sure. I mean, we were talking last night, and I think there's, there's, you know, two or three movies out of those ten. 10- Best uh, Picture nominees that probably don't deserve to be there. I do just want to quickly say, uh, before moving on from Jamie Lee Curtis, that it is pretty incredible to have seen her up there to to win an award that both of her parents were each nominated for uh, and didn't win. I think that was probably a pretty incredible moment uh, for her to have up there. You know, finishing off with "I won an Oscar." Uh, it was really really nice. But uh, no, the 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 Best Picture. Uh, race and and some of the nominees are definitely you know something you're gonna talk about every year is it deserving is it worthy um, you know do they need to have 10 or should it just be as many up to 10 uh, you know that are actually deserving to be there?
1: well we were debating this last last night Kevin about every movie in the best picture getting some sort of sense of recognition and I actually found this tweet from Dan and Dan in Austin land. Um, I don't actually know his his tweet handle, I just see his name here, but uh, um, uh, this is the first time since the Best Picture expansion in 2009 that half of the Best Picture lineup has gone home empty-handed. Wow. Elvis, Tar, the Banshees of Inishirin, Fablemans, and the Triangle of Sadness all won nothing. Wow. So it, it does raise the question, you're absolutely right, Kevin, why are these movies in this category if they're not getting anything? Personally, I'm okay that Elvis walked away with nothing. You know what I mean? Like, I'm fine with that. you know what I mean? Um, I'm okay with, with, with Tar and, and uh, uh, even the Fableman's not really getting anything. But sure, it's getting acknowledged. Why is it getting acknowledge- acknowledged? goes back to that original conversation we're having around comic book movies and and should they be in this category should they be acknowledged by the academy it's a sense of snobbery right like it's a sense of like oh this is a movie that 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 has great performances and uh uh, you know an ambiguous narrative that has people thinking right or this is something that celebrates hollywood It, it feels like many of these movies are here just for the sake of saying like
0: they were good well i mean banshees is a terrific movie whether i enjoyed it because of uh, you know it's very depressing nature it's a terrific movie to see it get shut out over eight i mean i made some of my picks in a in a different oscar pool that i do every year uh based on the fact that banshees has to win something where is that going to be uh but so to see it get shut out uh you know for eight awards i don't think that suggests that it doesn't belong there um so, no, I, I think you're, it's really tough not to be snobby when it comes to saying, well, this movie deserves it and this movie does not. Uh, another highlight I thought was Guillermo del Toro winning for mm-hmm. Best Animated. Uh, even though I liked Marcel de Chal, uh, you know, with Shoes On better, uh, you know, to see Guillermo win his third Academy Award is pretty awesome considering just how lovable the guy is.
2: And they kick things off... Uh right away with that category, and I was really happy they did, because I think it was the one that I was um, most anticipating, just in the sense of, like, it was such a stacked category, such a toss-up. I did think the introduction with with Dwayne and Emily Blunt was a little awkward. I don't know if they didn't talk to each other about how they were going to go ahead and do this, with Emily trying to, like, follow the joke of let's hurry things along, and then Dwayne trying to Essentially, say sorry for the comments that were made about the category uh, last year, um, and I think he he said some really lovely things uh, about it. But it just it came off a little strange. It was when
0: It was, yeah. it was very awkward. The joke did not well, land. It, I don't think. No. I, the no. Jo-
1: I think the joke was supposed to go from from Jimmy, you know, saying like you know, be fit fast, be quick, you know, take, you know, don't don't waste any time. They were clearly wasting time right off the top getting to that description was so clunky that it took away from the overall description and the importance. I was actually, after he got through it, I was like, damn, you know, whoever wrote that for The Rock to read, good (laughs) good for them. Um, (laughs) But can we just say, starting the awards off with animation, thank you to the Academy for doing that. That was cool. And to actually have Guillermo come up there and probably give one of the single best speeches in regards to animation and the art form of animation almost a kind of feels like a plea for the academy and and everyone in that audience to to really change their perspective and consider animation differently this isn't something that is just a genre-based film for kids this is the you know this has the power of storytelling it is cinema i just love that sentiment It, it really did kick off the Oscars in in the best way imaginable,
0: and not only was it a plea to the Academy to give this art form the respect it deserves, I kind of liked it because it was almost it was almost a challenge that he was putting out to other creators to continue to raise the bar of what we can expect from animation as an art form. I, he really was saying. You know, look at how far we've come. Just imagine where we can take this thing. Uh, I really thought that was a powerful sentiment to to cap off his celebration with. And then, uh, you know, we, we've we talked about uh, Kehi Kwan's big, amazing, triumphant comeback win. There was another comeback uh, uh, last night as well with uh, Brendan Fraser winning the Best Actor. I mean... Uh, I was a little surprised just because Austin Butler had been dominating at uh, the award shows leading up to this. But uh, I do think the trophy went to the right person and his appreciation for what he's been able to overcome to get to that point, to be able to stand at that podium and receive an Oscar from his peers was was really powerful stuff.
2: Yeah, I was uh, really between his speech and Keys, like I was just balling my face off. I'm so so happy for him. Uh, and I hope I hope honestly I hope this means that we just get another proper uh the mummy. Can we just get another mummy movie? Uh bring him back. He said he said in interviews back he's Michelle so down Yeo. like, dude, Michelle Yeoh and Brennan Fraser in the Mummy. Oh, come on.
0: Let's go. They,
1: Let's they did- go. They did the fourth one together, right? Was it the fourth one that they... The third one. Or was it the third one? one, The third one. Which
0: wasn't very good. It's kind of... That's the movie they need to sort of atone for. It's kind of like Indy's coming back with a fifth one because the fourth one was such a letdown. Now we need a fourth mummy to give Rick O'Connell the the proper send-off that uh, one of my all-time favorite action-adventure characters truly deserves.
2: Well, speaking of mummies, I mean, I think it was lovely how in pretty much every single... Uh, acceptance speech given from uh, the cast of of Everything Everywhere All at Once and the directors, every single one of them shouted out their moms, and and with the subject matter of the movie being so focused on on Absolutely. Evelyn's relationship, like it was just, it was beautiful. It was such a lovely sort of, uh, you know, you have to imagine like it's not something they talked about ahead of time, but it's so lovely that they are all they all have that on no, the brain sure. because, um, because because of they the movie, just, yeah. because of the movie. It's just I don't know. It was it was really cute. It was it was adorable.
1: Yeah, and, and to see the honesty, the excitement in the Daniels, like how real they are. You know, Scheinhardt and and Quan are, are so down to earth and it really does show in their speeches, you know, they, they kept it f- somewhat formal uh, but they also got a little real with with the audience in regards to their past. You know, I love that Daniel Schneider called out his his school teachers. Uh, Mr. Hudson was one of them. Yes, uh, yeah. you're welcome. Good job. You're Kevin Kevin. welcome, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's probably in another universe that you taught him. Um, you know, Daniel Kwan just you know really just calling out the idea of like his own sort of uh, introverted nature of you know not really realizing he was a storyteller without. The partnership of of daniel scheinhart like to to kind of tell him that he is this this storyteller i just loved it. it it was so it was just such a celebratory moment for them for this movie to see them up on there just being so real and honest fuck it was so good it was so good
0: well and not only did the daniels and everything everywhere all at once get to take uh you know uh the the big stage so did I, you already mentioned it nate so did cocaine bear uh that was one of the bigger surprises of the evening. Uh I noticed that the cocaine bear earlier in the day tweeted out just the the hashtag Academy Awards with the little emoji, and I thought, why would cocaine bear be, be talking about this? <laughs> well, it was a teaser for uh the, the eventual appearance uh that was that was certainly one of the odder cameos i've I can remember at the Academy Awards, definitely. Um, yeah. Is there any other winners or losers or surprises that stood out from uh, from the big show?
1: Well, I'll just say Michelle Yeoh, I'm so happy she has an Academy Award now. So deserving. We all knew it was going to happen. And also, I guess another little surprise, uh, All Quiet on the Western Front took home more awards than I thought it needed to, but it obviously resonated with audiences.
2: Well, I think the the night was filled with some, some really uh, wonderful moments. I mean, we had... Um with those those lovely uh irish was it the the irish gentleman that came out and had the uh, the audience sing happy birthday for that young man <laughs> yes
0: that was that was
2: really really like, nice what a, a so... moment he'll never forget i thought that was really lovely i thought i thought there were just a ton of like again for for every sort of awkward moment or or uh, you know, even the the sort of getting over the the sting of of not seeing Angela take the award. Uh, in my opinion, uh, there were so many lovely moments. I think getting to uh, you know see uh, the the performance of Not to Not to was incredible. Mm, uh, Kiravani and uh, uh, Chandra Bose uh, winning Best Original Song for Not to Not to, and then having him come out and, <laughs> and he's he's just singing a song to the audience about winning the award. I'm just like that is so. Lovely, and it's these lovely moments that I think we really, really needed. Uh, at this year's awards, and I, it really brought the overall uh, ceremony up for me quite a bit. It's just these these moments of people being people, and that's what happens when you allow people to talk about the things that they've just won an award for. Um, so more of that. I Honestly, I would have taken maybe three less Will Smith slap jokes and, and a little bit more time for those folks to speak, but otherwise, this was such a marked improvement uh, for the Academy Awards this year.
0: It was. It's the best show I can remember in years and, and not just a few years, many, many years from, you know, Kimmel did a pretty good job as host to amazing speeches, you know, the right people winning at the right times for the most part. And, you know, having two of the last three awards uh, being marred by controversy between the slap and then the envelope uh, mishap. It was just nice that this show sort of kept itself together and was was a, a f- far more positive than uh, negatives to be to be said about the show in general. Um, but before we wrap up, there is the most important piece of news to discuss. Yes. And that's obviously our annual Oscar competition where we guessed uh, our picks. To win thirteen of our favorite awards, and it was the uh, the winner this year got twelve out of thirteen correct. Whoa! The champ is here. The crown is going back on the rightful head. I am the winner uh, oh. again. With twelve out of thirteen. Nate, you had ten. Justin, you got nine right. So we all did pretty well, but uh, and I'm just upset that I made the correct choices in our. Uh, prediction thing. But then when we do our, our for money pool on the side there, I changed some of those answers and it cost me dearly. Oh, unfortunate. Well, listen, Kevin, we
2: shared the crown last year, um, I believe. Right. So I'm happy that it uh, at least it still fits fits your head. Your head's big enough. So it certainly good. is. It, it, certainly it wasn't is. too
0: stretched out. No, the crown fits better than those crowns you get uh, out of the Christmas crackers every year. Those (laughs) never fit my big melon. Break every time. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Uh, But uh, just be prepared for the next year for any time I'm uh, hosting a show to introduce myself as the Oscar prediction champion. Uh, because you know it's going to happen. Well, that does it for our award season coverage. We can't wait to see what movies released over the next 10 months will earn nominations for the 2024 Academy Awards. And you know we'll be here with our annual predictions and review shows to give you our thoughts on all the biggest Oscar news. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'd love to know what winners or losers shocked or delighted you the most. You can do that at wearegeekcentric at gmail.com or if that's a bit too much like Hugh Grant being interviewed by Ashley Graham on the red carpet, hit us up on Twitter at GeekcentricYT and Instagram at WeAreGeekcentric. While we're done with Oscars for this year, we have plenty of incredible content you can check out wherever you listen to podcasts. Specifically, if you're like us and can't get enough Star Wars, we currently have two weekly watch clubs going on right now. One for Star Wars The Bad Batch Season 2, which we bring you every Wednesday, and to quote Yoda's dying words... There is another. We also have our watch club for The Mandalorian Season 3 with new episodes out each Friday. And speaking of The Mandalorian, we also have interviews out now with The Mandalorian director and series producer Rick Famuiwa. Uh, as well as Bo-Katan Kreese herself, Katie Sackhoff, where Justin had the chance to chat with them both and discuss their role in the larger Mandalorian story. So go give those episodes a listen right here on your podcast service of choice. Or you can check out those interviews on YouTube at YouTube.com Geekcentric. We also have so many exciting reviews and interviews coming your way over the next few weeks and months. Woohoo! So stay tuned for those. <laughs> but until then, Justin, Nate, thanks for joining me. And as we say... Love ya. Get home safe, guys.
1: Peace.